Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! So, everyone, as you can hear, there was no call and response. Kashanti is not here today. Um, she's actually taking a bit of a vacation this week. So yeah, she thinks it's okay to not be here and record, which is, you know, if you know me, it's completely unacceptable. No, she's she's with her artsy bull in the woods somewhere living her best life. Must be nice. But I am joined this week by two ladies who I met, a, I don't know, maybe it was like the beginning of the year via Instagrams or whatever and um they actually I actually was on their podcast and I've been waiting like when is a good time when is a good time and we have been talking about nothing we have been on nothing but love and light these last two weeks and you know that our motto is love and light money and dicks because duality is a thing so we're gonna be on money and dicks this week and I am joined by the lovely ladies of the Ho and Tell podcast which is Miss Crystal the Oracle. You can find her on Instagram. <laughs> Crystal, please introduce yourself. 
to the people how you would like to be, how you would like to be known? Like, yeah. how would you introduce yourself? I'm Crystal the Oracle. So I tend to take the, am I doing it right out of following your own intuition? And I teach people manifestation and how to use spiritual tools and how that relates to sex is that all creation energy is sexual energy. So if you're going to own anything, you have to own your sexuality. So I, I play in both arenas. I love it. And then we are also joined by Miss Ashley Cobb, who is Sex with Ashley online. Ashley, can you please introduce yourself? Hello. So I am Sex with Ashley. So I'm a sex blogger. So I talk, I talk about all things sex and relationships. That's what I do. I run my mouth and I talk <laughs> about sex and how it relates to everyday life of people, I love. black people. I love. I live. And where, where, can, where can people find your talks, your work, your writing? Um, various places. So I usually post stuff that I write on Instagram, Sex, sex with Ashley. Um, and then I also, I just started a like sex gossip blog, which is called Gossip and Gasm. So like anything that's trending that's sex related um, is on Gossip and Gasm. And that's also on Instagram. And it's a whole blog too. So, but Very yeah. dope. Very dope because it's dry over here, child. So maybe y'all can help me out now. Um, but just to, before we get into all the things, I want to give folks updates. Obviously, you heard Shanti's update. I want to let y'all know that we will have this podcast out next week, this episode rather. And then the week after, uh, Shanti and I are going on our girls trip. So we are actually, can you believe it? I'm actually going to take a, a break. I'm actually going to not record for a week. So the first week of August, wait, is that true? Yeah, the first week of August, there will not be an episode um, that week, but that is a great time for you to catch up on old episodes, child, because I know you ain't listening to all of them. And yeah, big, I'm really like big up to me for taking this break because people always tell me to take breaks and I don't. So I'm finally going to do it. Um, What else is an update? Uh... I don't really. I've been doing nothing. Where y'all going? We're going to Tulum. I want to go there. Wow, it's like the new Atlanta at this point. I get it. (laughs) But we're going to go, and it's like the 20th anniversary of us all being friends. Uh But it's technically not 20 years for Shanti and I uh, because we, we got close after high school, like as soon as we graduated, like we went to high school together and like just saw each other and we're like, hi. Oh. But it was after high school that we like became besties. So she's not really 20 years, but we're letting her come anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be fine. It'll be a good time. And it's our core group of girlfriends um, that we always talk about on here. I mean, the jazz, Kayla. So we'll all be together. So look at the stories. I'm sure they're gonna be a hot ass mess. And our one girlfriend, Kayla is getting married. So it's also a bit of a, a bachelorette extravaganza. So we are probably going to embarrass ourselves and act a rank ass fool. And I need to. So I'm here That's for amazing. it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. That little bald headed hoe shit. Child, Dude. it's going to be I, a mess. I, I, I need to look at your stories. I really want to go for my birthday this year. Crystal, we have to go for my birthday because I want to like do like some hoe and tell stories while we're there. Let's do it. Oh, you should definitely go. You should, de- and you should get, I, I'll send you our Airbnb because it is, it is so dope. And oh, we cool. have like a chef 
that will cook for us if we don't want to be out with the COVID Delta variant and all of these things. So it, it's going to be dope. Very good. Um, what's another update? An update for me is I actually might take the week after off and have Shanti record because I really, I know that people um, that I've been updating folks on like, you know, there's just been like a lot of people know that I have like some, a family member that's like struggling with um, substance abuse and things, but I'm happy to say that, that family member just completed rehab. And uh, we're, we're still, you know, taking it a day at a time, but it is quite a feat to be in support of someone that you love. Um, but they did it. Um, they did it on their own accord and, you know, we are, we are all happy. Um, so that's really been my focus, that and work. And um, I think that that date that I talked about last week was a real date because they asked me to go out again. So I don't know, I, I can't tell, <laughs> but we gonna see. <laughs> At least you're getting dates. Child, I, I, if it is one, or if it's just, let's go hang out and talk. You know, you can't really tell these days. So it's tricky. But we will see. Um, other than that, I ain't got shit going on, y'all. I am boring. Um, so let's just get into it. I We actually usually talk about politics as usual, but I've been trying to protect my mental health and not watching the news. Mm -hmm. I see that there's some nonsense going on with Joseph Robinette Biden, um, but I haven't looked. I do, however, see this bitch, Megyn Kelly, <sighs> talking shit about Naomi... Osaka, how do you say her name? Oh, yes, Naomi Osaka. <sighs> so Naomi has graced us on the cover of Sports Illustrated and she had another cover. I don't know what it was, but it was so cute. What was it, Yana? Uh, I don't remember. It's like the, the tennis. It was like the tennis Earring. racket earrings. Yeah. She looked gorgeous. And so Megan Kelly has brought up the fact that Naomi has mentioned that she struggles with anxiety and that she's needed to take a break for her mental health. And so she's now weaponized that and basically been like, oh yeah, miss, I can't handle attention. The spotlight's too much for me. And now you're on all of these covers. I don't know who needs to tell Miss Megan, but oftentimes covers are shot well in advance, but also it's none of your fucking business. And maybe like, in my opinion, it's like if she wants to be on covers of magazines that she feels comfortable with, who who are you? Let me tell you, a lot of times I go do a photo shoot for self-care. Okay. So if she wants to be beautiful and see herself in a different light on a cover of a magazine. Who are you to say anything about it? And who are you not to know that that's not wellness for her? I know. Like, I, I completely agree. What about you, Ashley? I can't stand Megan Kelly. I can't I can't she, she is in the same um, boat with, uh, what was it? Um, Megan McCain. Isn't that oh, her name? child, you already know Megan McCain. It's, it's the Megans. What is it with the Megans? I, I'm, I, I don't have anything nice to say, so I'm fast. Tommy. You don't have to say nothing nice. Shit. I just called did I say this bitch? I, 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 and I, I miss I, I, it. I was like, why why does she why does she even have a platform this time? Can we just like do get away with her? Can we like cancel her like they did um what's 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 uh, that teen girl? They got rid of her off Twitter. Who? Uh Chrissy Teigen. Oh, they, they did. I feel bad for Chrissy. We talked about I, Chrissy I, on here. I, do but like can we just can we can we can 
Can we bully uh, Megan Kelly off Twitter? No, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm not here for the cancel culture Please. for anyone. But Megan, why are you policing this 23-year-old girl? This girl is 23. She's a baby. Anyway, that irritated me. I saw that today and was like, Megan, shut the fuck up. Megan's mad because she can't sell magazines. Listen, and she was on a Today Show for 0.5 seconds. And they was like, oh, girl, what did you say? You got to go. Anyway, um, and I don't even want, I want to instead celebrate the fact that Naomi is on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Megan the Stallion is on the cover. And also Miss Lena Bloom, first trans woman on the motherfucking cover. I said... And they had another um lady. She was like an older lady. Um, she was like a fifty-one year old. I saw that today on Twitter. Really? Yeah. So I think this is is this the first time they've had multiple covers at one time? No, they they'll do multiple covers, but okay. it's usually just you know somebody white, somebody small. I think that every year they're tr- they're trying to be more inclusive because then it was like the Ashley Graham Big Girl Year, and then it was like so now they're like all right. We're just going to put all of our fucking ducks in, like, we're just going to put our eggs in this basket and just, let's just big up Black women and just see how that goes. Yeah, I, I did see, I just saw that like an hour ago. It was like a, a older white lady. She's like 50 something. And she was like the, the first one that was over the hill that was on the cover. What did, what qualifies as over the hill? I, 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 just, I just said it because she was 51. Child. Uh, what does I think? Oh, 50 because it's like downhill because you're probably not gonna live over a hundred. Is that what that means? <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, like, you're 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 uh there's there's more days behind you than there are in front of you at that Damn, point. yo, that's wild. <laughs> so, We've yeah. been talking about time lately, yo. So you already know that's tricky. Mm-hmm. Well, good for sports illustrated. I don't, I can't remember the last time. The only time I ever saw Sports Illustrated, like the swimsuit edition in the house was like when I still was a little girl living with my dad. But I'm surprised that people are still buying it. I know it's like such an honor, but people are really like into it, right? Yes, like the last, the last one I remember honestly was the one with Tyra Banks. Like the one, that's the one that's, that's the one that sticks out with to me. Oh, I remember the Beyonce one. Remember that when she was on the cover? Oh my God, Beyonce was on the cover, honey, and she debuted like all her. I think it was like her House of Darion bathing suit. Shout out to House of Darion that died quietly and slowly i was like girl girl house of darion was ugly i like beyonce that was some trash trash fashion yeah i love beyonce i think did that go i think it's still in like city shrinks i think you can still buy it but it's you know um if i run across some house of darion i'm buying a jacket i'm buying it right away Okay, I do remember. I do remember this now. Okay, yes. Yeah. But I, I, I remember this. But it still doesn't stick. It still doesn't stick out to me. As Why much. don't I remember the Tyra Banks cover? You, oh, that's the one. The Tyra Banks is the one that's like it's like epic, classic, forever. Like in Black Girl World, I remember that's the one I remember the most. The Tyra see. Banks one. Sports. Everybody Google Tyra Banks covers. Oh, I see her. Oh, the one where she's pulling down the older one where yeah. she's pulling down the suit. I do remember that. That's that's the one that sticks out in my mind. 
when you when you say sports illustrator that cover, I automatically think of Tyra Banks. That's okay. what my mind goes to. Yeah, I only think of like white women with and the, and the bathing suit tops never quite fit. They're always too fucking small. I don't know what it, Megan does that too. I'd be like, Megan, that don't fit, girl. Yeah, it's the under boob, the side boob, the all the boob, and I'm like, okay. It looks like it hurts. Yeah, but that's yeah. how they make them look. I guess more juicy. I, I think that's the boob. Anyway, I moving right. Boob thing, and it's just sweaty. It's super sweaty under there. And it and under boob, child, under boob sweat smells different. And it I don't even know if it smells bad. It just smells different. It's a different kind of boob sweat. Well, Am I the only person? Mine are little. So I've never even been like a boob sweat person. Oh. Like I've never had to worry about it because I've got little breasts. But then oh. when you do the under boob thing, you're like smushing them. And so now all of a sudden you've got boob sweat to contend with. And it was just, oh. it wasn't good. Well, I just outed myself. I have boob sweat every day and <laughs> it smells different. And those who have big boobs, you will know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, same. I don't I don't have those issues. My boobs are too small for all that. So I don't I, I don't Wow, y'all can wear all kinds of cute shirts and dresses and shit. Ties up in the back doesn't hurt. <laughs> Living your life. Living your best fucking no life. Bra at all. Wow, no bra. I do that a lot in the summertime too. I don't even wear bra. Wow. What a life you live. Freedom. Liberation. I don't, I'm not as liberated as Ashley because I nursed for seven years. So it's a, a little bit of a different situation, but they're still small enough that you I can. You better let them things swing low like the sweetest of chariot <laughs> shit. I would be like, when I'm in the house, I used to, honestly, I used to wear a bra to sleep, a, a underwire bra to sleep. Wow. I did not start taking my bra to go to sleep until like the last maybe three years of my life. I'm 33. But I think when I hit 30, I was like, I want to take this off. And I was wildly uncomfortable doing it. And now it's just like, all I ever want to do is take my bra off. And so why, why, why was that? Is it because it's- It was uncomfortable for me to have the bra off because they move so much. And then I felt like my posture wasn't that good. And it still isn't. I ain't fixed it, but now I'm just the hunchback. I'm just like, all right, well, but I used to think like if they're up, then I know like I'm, I'm more conscious of my posture and it used to hurt. It used to be like uncomfortable. I don't know what changed, but. Yeah. In the house, I'm rarely even in clothes. I'm in a robe most of the time, unless I have to go outside. I'm here for it. A nudist in her spare time is what she is. I'm Ashley be making stuff up about me. <laughs> if you're a nudist, be a nudist, girl. But I am not. But oh. I could be. <laughs> I could, oh, well, and there it is. Moving right along. Um, child. Speaking of Naomi, I guess this could be a little bit of politics. Um, I just remember something else about politics that I do want to bring up. But the Olympics, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this this year? Why are we rushing this? Everybody's getting COVID. Everybody, because I um I saw the other day was it Monday? Coco. Yes. She got COVID, so she can't do it. Um, and then a lot of people got COVID. So this is gonna sound real ignorant. So just go. Oh shit! It. All right. No, no. So when does Olympics officially start? Oh, I don't even know. Oh yeah, I don't know, but soon. Now, you're all in the Olympic Village now, right? 
Child, yeah. So I'm like, so so the game start next week or something. So she could if she has COVID, the 14. I'm guessing the 14 day quarantine. Her the the games would already have started. I'm guessing. I don't June know. Twenty third this Friday. Oh Friday. Okay. So I'm like, when does it even start? I was trying to figure out what what I don't pay attention. I don't watch TV. So I was like, when does when does it start? Why can't she just start after the the quarantine thing starts? But yeah, so I saw Coco um, had had um, had COVID. And some other people have COVID now, and then then they have like little sex bed things they had. Oh sex. my goodness! Well, to keep the people from you know they have y'all they have COVID. beds on cardboard boxes yes. to prevent people from having sex, like other athletes meeting within the Olympic bubble. And having sex. And that's also another thing that people need to consider. There was, a, I, I don't remember her name, but there was a black basketball, women's basketball player, American woman. And she dropped out because she was saying, listen, I suffer from with mental health issues. Being in this COVID Olympic bubble, a million miles away from my family. And like, I don't think I can handle that. And then being afraid with COVID, like, I don't want to do it. So that's a whole other factor. And then you have people protesting. People are now protesting in Tokyo because they're like, you need to be saving this money that you're putting up because it's not like, usually the Olympics make a ton of money because Mm -hmm. you have people traveling to it, watching. Now it's like virtual. So they're putting up this money and like putting on this grand show. And I'm sure that they're making some sort of money, but not on the scale that they would at all. And so people are saying, fuck that. Like, instead of investing in these games, invest in COVID like relief and invest in our health. Right. Yeah. And I kept hearing on the news, um, they said that they were proceeding with the games because of international travel schedules. And I'm like, there is no. not an Olympian that is not going to reschedule their opportunity to be in the Olympics. Like, what in the fake news is this right now? That's but it, so it kept doing it over and over again because of international travel schedules, because of schedules. And I was like, what? Everyone will reschedule if you wanted to postpone it one more time. Let's cancel it. I don't know. I'm worried about all those poor people. And then I'm also worried about, like, because it's not just the athletes, it's also the staffers that are getting COVID. Right. And it's just like, I'm just worried about the whole thing. Like, we finally got back outside. <laughs> and now it just, everything is just like, there There were three people who got COVID, the Delta variant at an outdoor wedding. One was vaccinated, other two weren't. And it's just really... Uh, it's concerning. Like we just rushed this, and I, I, I don't know. LA, they're canceling events again, and they're thinking yeah. about doing the the mask the mask mandate. mandate. They should. We should have never taken our masks off. I still wear my mask. I, I'm under a personal mask mandate. Yeah. Okay. I still wear mine. <laughs> so, so I go into stores with a mask on. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Same. <laughs> So, um, COVID and like athletes, because we don't know what the long term implications are on the lungs and respiratory system. And like when you're an athlete at, you know, the prime, the peak of your performance, and you get something, we don't know what it's going to do through your lungs. Like, it is. Well, there's some, there's like a Jason Tatum, he had COVID, 
uh, and he's in the NBA, and he said that he still is not back. Like he recovered, he was playing, and he's like, he would have to sometimes get oxygen in between, like you know, halves and stuff. Like he's just saying, like like his stamina, his endurance, his his ability to like to take in oxygen has right. suffered greatly. Yeah, I have a, I had a cousin who got COVID last um, year, last, um, probably early this year, earlier, like January. Mm-hmm. And so, and they still have, their lung capacity is not where it was before. They they still have like yeah. issues and it's not to full capacity. I was like, and, she, and they told me, I'm like, I, I thought, you know, at once they got better that they still wouldn't be having those issues. And that's, and they're a regular person. They're not an athlete or anything. And so I can just imagine how it would be for people, you know, who are like athletes, who that stuff like that matters. Yeah. So tricky. Yeah. I'm. I know. What's her name? Shakari Richardson is looking at this shit like. Hmm. But actually, Rihanna tweeted that today. She Shakari, I think, posted something. I think there was a. I forget something in the background and Rihanna repost like tweeted it and was like, or posted it on Instagram or commented or something was like, this looks much nicer than them cardboard beds. <laughs> like Rihanna oh. is always one time. <laughs> She's the petty shady queen. Moving right along. Um, Jody Turner Smith, who I just think is probably the most beautiful woman in the world. One of them at least. If you don't know who she is, you should. That is the woman who starred in Queen and Slim, who the movie that Shanti tore the fuck apart. Rest in peace, Lena Waithe. But her husband, Joshua Jackson, a.k.a. What was his name? Pacey? Percy? What was his name on Dawson's Creek? Pacey? Y'all ain't watched Dawson's Creek? I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Bitch, you gotta watch Dawson's Creek. That was... And it was filmed in my state, and I still didn't watch it. Oh, you should watch... That was actually... From what I remember, that was good. It was a little like <laughs> a little too white for me. It was very it. white, but it was it was still good. I was I was in it. Like, wow, Dawson. Wow. This is crazy. Anyway, he just revealed that Jody proposed to him on New Year's Eve. What? New Year's Eve. They were walking down the beach in Nicaragua. And she looked at him and was like, Will you marry me? Like, come on. You need to propose to me. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and that was how it went down. Ashley, I see you. Thoughts? I see you already. Because I'm the type of woman where I would do some shit like that. Like, we should just get married. Like, what's good? What are we doing? I would add, I would probably mention or ask, like, you know, we should get married. Like, in a joking way. But I'm Passive not aggressive. Yes, but in my... <laughs> I'm not proposing to you. Like, I'm not doing that. But each his own. Like, it worked for her. Great. Congratulations. Um, I, I I personally am not proposing Why? to you. Why? Is it the fear of, like, rejection? Or is it, like, the... What is it? I, I like men to do... The roles. Manly stuff. I like... Not saying that... Okay. Not saying that because he doesn't propose. He's not a man. That's not what I'm saying. But I just like men to be, like the pursuer right and to be like um to do mainly things and I feel like if I got to propose to you um then maybe we shouldn't be getting married <laughs> like I don't, I don't know I, I, I just I'm very traditional 
know, in certain things, right, when it comes to dating, which is kind of odd it, with me, but like, I like for a man to do very, it comes to dating, be very manly, traditional things. Like, I like to, for you to pursue me, right? I don't mm-hmm. like to guess. I like for, I like to know that you want me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I like to know. And I want to know that you want, you want me because you propose to me without me going out and proposing to you. Like, I just, I, I will forever be single if I got proposed to a man. Well, what if you're not in a relationship? Not like, I, you date men, but like, there's plenty of people who date same, same sex relationships, bi relationships. So it's kind of like, I think that's where the roles are just like, oh, who's going to fucking do it? Who's oh, gonna, I feel you too. I would, my preference would be to be proposed to, but I also think it's because of my conditioning is conditioned. Yeah. But like, I might fuck around and be like, oh, what, you, what are we doing? Come on. I'll act that, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? I think but that it, happens, but I don't know that that is considered a proposal. So like, if they're walking on the beach and she's like, oh, we should get married or, oh, you, you know, you my husband, that is one thing. My problem comes in with him later telling the story like that. Like, did she get on one knee and have a ring? Well, like he me, didn't say she proposed. I didn't see the thing. I want to be clear. I don't know if he said, quote unquote, she proposed. He told the story on the Tonight yeah. Show. And I just read the article and it says, Johnny Smith like, proposed. Mm-mm, don't tell, don't go around yip yapping about how I wanted you more than you wanted me. Is like, that, that what that means though? Is that what that means that you wanted him more than, because he said as soon as he met her, well, he said as soon as he met her, as soon as their first conversation happened, he knew he wanted to marry her. But he was just like, oh, we got to do this dating shit. So, okay. And I think she was pregnant at the time. So does it mean that? Or is it just like, yo, I'm just going to say it. Like, are you waiting to say it? Because you feel like there should be more time? Like, fuck it. I actually think she's, I actually think it's kind of bold and ballsy on her end. It depends. Like, she might love the fact that he told people. Because she's like, I'm a bad guy version of me that would have absolutely done that I am no longer that version but I have a ton of you know masculine energy like I'm I'm pansexual so you know I could date men I could date women Mm -hmm. and uh right now I'm dating a woman that's masculine identifying and there are moments where it's like clearly it is time for me to be in the masculine energy here okay um but a proposal? No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. You gonna propose to me? Okay. Now listen, <laughs> we can live together. We can have some kids. But if you want me to have your last name, you gonna ask me, or we gonna be sitting in the house looking crazy? Uh, right. Like, I'm not doing it. It's so interesting. Cause honestly, I would. I'm talking shit right now, playing devil's advocate, trying to get the people going. But I want that too. But the. I'm not taking your name and getting rid of mine. So done. Well, see, there you go. See, that's why these men don't know what the fuck to do. They don't know what to do. Because it's just, we don't, all of us are so damn different. I'm like, I need to get married, you know, 14, 15 times in this lifetime. And I'm happy to change my name that many times. It's fine. Oh, no, that costs money. It's a lot of paperwork, girl. I'm gonna be actually powerful, Elbrus. Child, listen, my mom is on her third last name. It's just, she only been married <laughs> twice, but she was like, "Who the fuck am I?" Like sometimes, I swear she wrote the wrong last name once. She was signing something. She's like, "Jesus Christ!" And like, 
cut up the check or whatever. I was like, girl, do you know your name? She's like, oh, I just changed so many times. I want to go back to the first one. I'm like, yo, <laughs> wild. wild times. Mom's goals. <laughs> and so she only, you know, you're born with the first one, y'all. She's not on her third husband, child. Um, but in other news, I don't know these people, y'all. And you know, I don't never know nobody, but Safari, is that, you say his name, Safari. We, Safari. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Safari and his poor wife. They, I feel bad for all parties involved. Erica Mena, 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 Love and Hip Hop. Is that that? So she's on Love and Hip Hop. How does she? Is she a rapper? Like, how does she get on there? Was no. she was the one that was messing with what's his face? That was messing with um. She was always a girlfriend to somebody. Uh, I think she was the one that um, who's on the Breakfast Club? Not Charlemagne, the light one. Erica Mena's been so many people's girlfriends. It's, 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 no, it wasn't his girlfriend. Uh, I think he cheated on <laughs> his wife with her. Let's see how many people. How to, I could just who be just she this first? Girl. Like she, she's been passed around. All right, she, well that's fine. Well, she ain't been passed around. She been bagging them. We are gonna reclaim that. She's been bagging them and dating. She's been dating them, but on the show, like her and Carly Red has been from one show to the next. They they just go from. Oh, well, tricky. I try, girl. Um, <laughs> Erica, I try, girl. Uh, he is, he, I saw this clip, and again, I don't know nothing. I, I know that they're married, right? I know they have a child. And then there's a clip where she's, they're talking about the fact that she's pregnant again, and he is just like, He's giving her nothing. Like he's sitting back. And he's just like, I don't know. Like she's like, Are you upset? Are you that? And this woman is pregnant in like such a vulnerable state. Also filming a show, so like we don't know if it's scripted. But I was just thinking about, and it's less about them. I was just thinking about people in general. Oh, like a woman who has to tell a man that she is pregnant, knowing that that man, or get being shocked that that man is like devastated and you have this being that you're, you're already attached to. It's very obvious Erica wants this child and is like excited and is like crushed, like her gutted that he doesn't. Uh, and I was just thinking about that for all of our ladies. And it's like, that clip made me so sad. And then there's another clip where he's talking about he wants to be neutered, which Negro. That's not what you call it, but okay. (laughs) Safari is trash. Been trash. Long time. I used to root for him. I used to feel sorry for him. I just thought he was such a, like a little cornball that, you know, never got any respect. I didn't, I don't know nothing about the poor thing, but apparently he's toxic. Is he, he's toxic. Safari trash. Um, I will say when I first, when he was first on Love and Hip Hop, season i can't remember back way back when he's been on there for a while okay. like you i was like oh he's kind of cute like i did feel oh like, i didn't say that but well no but i did feel like he was kind of like cornball is cutest thing like you know cornball it kind of was like art form um this is yeah. before nikki thing though i believe i think this was before he was with nikki i believe i don't think he was with nikki when he was first on the show i can't remember it's been so long ago um and then it just got like he just got trash um but damn when he because he's when when she when erica had the baby because the baby's premature oh the, the second pre- baby 
Or yeah, the one she had like last week, two weeks ago, or whatever. Mm. Um, so the baby came out premature. So it's an ICU, NICU, where which is the whole thing. And Safari is somewhere in Jamaica, Bahamas, somewhere overseas. Oh, he's not with his baby. No, he's somewhere with his friends, living it up on Instagram. <laughs> he partying like it's 1999. Are they still married? <laughs> Wait, are they still he's married? married. <laughs> I mean, they're they're like going through a like a split, but they're legally still married. They haven't gotten divorced yet. They, they're not. Their child was just born prematurely. Exactly. He he trash. Party trash. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought he trash. See, um, I be trying to be PC with my shit until Mother Cub come out. You don't fuck with nobody, kids. He's raggedy for that. Right. I will be it's the judge the and the jury. The baby that was born prematurely is the same baby he rejected in the womb? Yes. Yeah. So it's, you know. And right. Energetically, that makes complete sense. That. Yeah. yeah it's rough. Wow. I remember, like, Wendy Williams, um, she told Erica Amina to, like, that Safari was trash when she got with him. And, like, he trashed, and he gonna do the same thing he did to you to the other girl from hip-hop. And I guess she thought she was a lie. And, you know, she had to come back and apologize to Wendy. And she was like, no, Wendy, you were right. Now, Wendy Wendy Williams has her flaws. She does. Many, as we all do. As we all do. But Wendy Williams is rarely wrong. Okay, Wendy. Wendy is really wrong about stuff that she says. She yeah. is. She's really wrong. Um, and, she, and Erica had to come back like a month ago. Was like, you know, Wendy, you were right about the Safari. Yeah, she was. You should have left that trash where you found him. But yeah, Damn. so he's he's trash. Damn, yo. But it's like, what can you do? I've seen situations like that, though, where the baby is born and the man turns around and he's like an excellent father. I mean, it's people go through their own processes, you know what I mean? And there are women who get pregnant and are not all that happy about it. And yeah, yeah. treat them with more understanding than I think men like we we tell men they have to automatically be happy and they can't have their feelings. Right, right. Um, it, it, hope the situation turns out for the best. He has two kids with Erica Mendel. Like this ain't this ain't like this on regular girl who just got pregnant. Like y'all got two kids together at this point. Well, that was the second kid. In the clip, what he's saying is like we just got into a rhythm with the first baby. He just turned one. Now we're about to do all of this over. Like you can see that he's. The weight of it is on him too, where he's just like, oh, oh, this is a lot. This is more than what I thought it would be. And I'm. I've had three children and I am grateful that all of my emotions around each one of them is not captured on camera. Mm, Okay. I'm also like all three of my children were planned. Um, but also your life is snatched from you in a way that people just can't even describe. It's indescribable. So, and also Safari is trash. Duality. Duality. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, you're right. You brought up a good point, Ashley, about like leaving or not, um, Crystal, about leaving space, like men to feel how they feel. Cause I talk about that a lot. I just think like, damn, I'm just like, they can feel how they feel, 
but I'm just also imagining like I'm gonna feel how I feel. Yeah, go tell somebody else. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm praying for Safari and Erica because that's a fucking mess. But I'm mostly playing for them babies, child. Right. Because again, that's a fucking mess. They break up, get back together, break up, get back together. I'm sure they'll be on the new season, a little hip hop with some new storyline. But still, that makes it even worse. What an unstable environment for two young people and one young person that might have some special needs and requirements depending on how premature he or she is. That's so sad. Fix it, Jesus. Also, I do remember my politics that I did see. So we're all hype. You know, Ben and Jerry's was with the shits now. Ben and Jerry's was on his Black Lives Matter bandwagon. Are you about to tell me that Ben or Jerry has disappointed us? Don't do that. It disappointed me. It depends on what's where you're at, where you're at on this. Now, this is something that Shanti, because Shanti is, I love her. Shanti, the the mo, the politics that she pays attention to is Palestine and Israel, because that's what she grew up around. Her mom was like big into it. Okay, yes. Now, Ben and Jerry's is very much pro-Israel. Very much. To the point that they will stop selling ice cream in Palestine territories. And I'm just like, oh no. (laughs) And you know, she pointed that out when I was posting like, this is a fucking statement. This is the kind of statement we need. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you know that they help fund over in Israel where they're bombing? And I'm just like, Damn, girl, can I get one win? And now I just can't ignore it. I can't ignore it, y'all. And I fucked around. I had some of the Colin Kaepernick ice cream, the dairy-free one this week, and it was delicious. I'm really sad about this dairy-free seven-layer coconut. But I will tell you, (laughs) down to the Aldi, they have some new dairy-free freight flavors. So we may have to fuck with them for a little while. I I don't know. I don't think I could do it. It's so off-brand. It's so strange. But it's not because they have been consistent in this pro-Israel. And I'm not saying that Israel deserves to be, you know, I'm against Israel. What I'm saying is I'm not against Palestine now. And they are like, fuck Palestine. Palestine doesn't belong in these territories. They are terrorists and invaders. And we will do everything we can to fund uh, attacks against them. So I just want people to know that. It was with deep sadness that I delivered this news. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I know I've been very much better, Jerry's. But yeah, here we are today. So that's one place where like, is duality a thing? I don't know. It's what, what, um, what ice cream company is doing the mac and cheese ice cream? Ciao. What ice cream company is doing that? Mac and cheese ice cream. They deserve to be slapped. I saw that. Mac and cheese ice cream. I'm looking at that right now. If it's them, then they're really canceled. Crystal, did you see that? 
duality. No, that's nasty, yo. That's yes, nasty. They play too much. Oh, it's gluten free. It's Van uh how to put Van Luyen. It's that real expensive ice cream to be in the um okay. they got so that wants, up here. It, so it's wants, a partnership with Kraft. So who wants who wants mac and cheese ice cream? Like, who, who wants who Kraft mac and cheese? Who asked for that? Nobody. Somebody. It's gluten free though, y'all. Who asked for it? Who cares? <laughs> It's probably somebody's fucking it up somewhere right the fuck now. I'm telling you. Nothing hey, happier than this craft macaroni and cheese ice cream. If this from, with like cool ranch Doritos. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. If Why this they said, um, if this reminds you of the ice cream you grew up with, you might be out of your mind. If this reminds you of the comforting bowl of mac macaroni and cheese you grew up with, you're getting warmer. Because did we make this ice cream? With that buttery, sweet, iconic cheese? You bet. Who wrote that? That's terrible. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Who even thing. likes cold mac and cheese? Let's start there. Nobody. Like who? Who? Uh, somebody. Somebody white made that. They got an Earl Grey tea ice cream too. Somebody white came up with that. Nobody black asked for that. They got a potato salad with raisins ice cream. No, the fuck they. Spaghettios, fried bologna. Might as well. <laughs> Unwashed chicken ice cream coming oh, out. Oh no. Oh my God. I just had this conversation. My sister is against washing chicken. She was like, they said that you last one. My mom is half white, or my mom is white, so I'm half white. Okay. And so it's tricky over here. Sometimes we <laughs> sometimes we got it under control. Sometimes we're still fucking up. She was like, I do not wash chicken. They say you cannot do that. You are gonna spread E. coli everywhere. I said, girl. <laughs> I'm going to keep washing this chicken and I'm never going to stop. Now that I learned, because baby, I wasn't washing chicken. I ain't start washing chicken until I was like 20, 
eight is you know, tricky. It is. Imagine a chicken thigh too, of all the things. It's the fattiest. That's what you have to do. Unwashed chicken ice cream is next. I, I read it somewhere. <laughs> Come on. It's macaroni, macaroni and cheese ice cream. Like, who asked for this? No one, no one asked for this. Is there an ice cream Somebody that you can try though? Like a very weird ice cream that you might try, like something that's cold that you might try. No. <laughs> the both of us. No. No, like no. No, we're close-minded. You haven't no, heard? Very. Because ice cream. Traditional and close-minded. Thanks. All right, y'all. So let's take a break. And then when we get back, we're going to get into the money and dicks because I need help because with money and dicks. So after these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey, y'all. Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. And so we are back. So as promised, child, I had to bring other people on here to even talk about sex because I don't remember what it is. <laughs> the sex? What the fuck is that? So um, I asked you ladies, first and foremost, well, not foremost, but first, I want to know why Ho and Tell podcast? So like, you know, um, I, I believe that, you know, if, if people talk about sex, then we by normalizing conversations about it, people are, well, you know, will feel, feel, feel like their sex mm -hmm. is normal, right? They won't feel like, oh, this is that, come on, Crystal. They won't feel <laughs> their desires are normal. Right. Um, 
the anonymity was really important for us with Ho yeah. and Tell. So you you come on, your voice is distorted, and you get that to was just talk wow. about some experience that you've had, any experience that you had. And everyone gets to listen on. Ashley is such a good interviewer. She's everybody's favorite friend and built <laughs> on the podcast. Like gets it out of them, mm -hmm. you know? And then we get to like talk about them behind their back. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know, but, I do think one of like the, the big things about it is people learn about different, what goes on in other people's bedrooms, mm -hmm. right? And they also learn that that they're they are not weird, they are not strange, and that there's other people like them. Mm -hmm. And that's like the whole takeaway. It's like we are we are exposing, and yeah, exposure. We are exposing people to new things, some people to not new things, but to, to, to new ideas, new desires, new kinks that they think they had or wanted to try or might actually do try. And that they're seeing that there are other people who look like them. Most people on the podcast mm -hmm. are black who look like them, who do the same stuff that they do too, or want to do. And that's important. And I love that it's the good and the bad. So it's not just all really wonderful stories of things going right. It's stories yeah. of things that go dreadfully oh, I need, wrong. I need to call them. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> this is what happened was. No, so I'm hearing that, that you're normalizing it and taking shame away from it. Because yeah. I feel like, especially within the Black community, oftentimes, like, we have these jokes of like, oh, that's, a white, that's some white shit. That's some this, that's some mm -hmm. that. But like secretly, I know I know some some women who one practice certain like quote unquote kinks. And I think hopefully they'll get to we'll get to a place where it's not a kink, it's just with them having their sex, right? But I also know a lot of women who have expressed and women especially, um, because they're more vocal about it, um, express interest in doing things that you know, they might be perceived as a quote unquote hoe or that they're not super comfortable with, or they don't even know how to go about, like, what are the resources? How do I, how do I even get involved in this and this and that? So we've talked to some people on here, like Asia, Mandy, those folks. Um, but I, I know that there's probably so many men that are interested in things and don't talk about it because I don't want to be gay or you know, what if he, what if I say it and then the woman doesn't like it and then she thinks I'm some creep or predator or this or that. like, so yeah, we've been, I feel like that we've all been taught the right way to have sex, right? Like how it's supposed mm -hmm. to be done. We see it in the movies and it's a certain kind mm -hmm. of way. And then if it's not a certain kind of way, like, uh, I ain't even watched that shit, but what was it on Netflix? That, that thing. That I didn't watch either, but the other one too, the, the where it was a book, I think it was like the Fifty Shades of Grey, a movie yeah. that was a movie. Oh. I don't know, but yeah. like if we have that, then it, then it's a big deal, and it and it is kind of demonized in a way, and that's that's the draw to it. Is like this is wrong, this is this, but you can watch it, but this is some other shit instead of like maybe that's just. Right sex regular shit possibly so yeah um i guess my next question to you ladies is like how 
outside of obviously talking about it, right? Or really, you know what? I'll ask you, how did you get to a place where talking about it was comfortable, is comfortable? Because Ashley, I hear a Southern thing in your voice. Crystal, I think that you live down South, right? And I just, I could be stereotyping now, but I just don't think there's a whole lot of Southern bells <laughs> talking about this kind of shit. So I'm just curious of how, how you became liberated and emancipated in this sex world. You know, you know, I, I sound like cornbread. I hate my voice, but that's neither here. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. Um, like part of my 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 whole like brand is about exposing the world of sex to black people, right? Because I wanted to be able to particularly black women i wanted us to be able to there's a whole world of sex out there that we are just not privy to um and it's not because we're not privy to because you know it's like we don't have access to it per se it's because we're not privy to because we are just we have this small window of what sex is and we kind of really don't really go beyond that little box of what we think sex is so you know i wanted to kind of like use some of my experiences and the experiences of others to like okay y'all like there's a whole world out there outside of missionary right outside of just you know your regular vibrate nothing's wrong with those things but there's a whole world out there um that you can explore if you want to you can try um, you know, it, that, that can help you to have a greater sex life. Cause there's, because mo- a lot of women, you know, we, we're not even like having regular, or, regular orgasms. Like we with these people and we're not even having orgasms like at all. So like, you know, let's try something different. Let's, let's see if there's something else out there that you might like better, you know? Um, so that's what like is something different? Like, what does that mean? Like what's the... It could be... It could be anything. Like, for example, like um, some some people might be into impact play. They might What's not that? know that before. Um, like being okay. hit, like you might use paddle, flat floggers, things like that. Um, so like using that, some people might be into being tied up. Some people might be into pain. Some people like pain, like you got nipple clamps. I don't like pain, but some people might like it. Um, it's, it's a whole possibility of things that people can try and different things that you can do. But if you're like just so closed off into this little box, okay, so we just do missionary doggy style and that's it. And you don't try anything outside of missionary and doggy style. Like you are just, you're just missing out on so many things that there's just so many things <laughs> that could just be <laughs> just so many Yo, things. the way she just put you know, that, so many things. Like, <laughs> just so many things. So like that's, that's, that's like my whole goal in life is to expose black people in general to like different things like I, I want to be like the walking talking real sex of black people okay crystal what about you um i didn't realize i was all that open until Girl. people told me people like your partners <laughs> just, or I'm like open. friends mm, yeah like partners or 
Ashley or like <laughs> interesting because I'm perceived as much more wild than I see okay. myself. Um, but I just, I think it is whether or not you grew up um, in like a very, with a very religious mm-hmm. undertone, how you kind of view sex and sexuality and that kind of thing. Like I, I never even really thought about whether I was like, closed off or expressive or anything like that I would just kind of like show up and be like oh yeah I xyz and people be like, oh. let me tell you crystal is with the shits okay but it sounds like crystal you're just being you're just experiencing sex and being like oh I didn't know that this was there's this quote you know like what are your guilty pleasures I never feel guilty mm. about pleasure um saying I don't ever feel but you know we're here to experience life and all of its energies and sex is food and sex are really the only two things you can enjoy with all five of your senses um when I was 13 if people asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up I said a madam oh wow (laughs) so I'm not a madam but um but it's always been you know, just kind of a part of the energy that I embody. And, you know, with me being like an oracle and in that healing space, sexual energy kind of just really does go hand in hand with any, all things magical. Can you talk about that more, what you mean by that? Because you said like, you know, sexual energy is related to all energy. So I'm interested in you expanding on that because I think it's amazing. And some people might be listening to this, like that's terrible. That's what she said at 13. But like, let's keep the judgment out of it for a second and see the freedom in it and the ability to be uh, a a young person that's thinking for themselves and is experiencing life differently. I think that's wildly interesting and magical. It is wildly interesting. I mean, and it's both things, right? Like, did I become a young person that owned my sexuality just because one day I was like, I think owning my sexuality would be great. No, I had like quite a bit of sexual Mm -hmm. trauma (laughs) leading up to that, you know, but at some point you've got to understand that there are pieces of what's happening to you that are good and you can either own it and embrace it and decide that you go forward and control it yourself, or you can just be victimized by it your whole Mm. life. And so I'm not saying um, that when I say the pieces that are happening to you are good, I'm not saying that any of being a victim of sexual trauma is good. But what I am saying is that even as a victim of sexual trauma, you can lay there and say parts of this actually feels good. And there are people who will divorce themselves from those parts that feel good because of the trauma. And I just didn't take that route. Um, I took a route where I owned it more. And as I was, you know, more comfortable um, embracing and living as this sexual being that I couldn't stop myself from being. I mean, I was nine, 10 years old and you could just see kind of that energy, that creation energy around me. It's like, that's how we perpetuate the human race. Like that's how creation of anything happens. So you're this person who's meant to manifest really big things in the world and you have this energy around you and everybody names it sexual energy because that's what they can see. They can see this person creates and incubates things and we don't know what to call a woman that owns herself 
and owns her energy except sexual. We don't have any other words for it in our culture. Mm. Um, and so that's why, you know, that's why, that's what I mean by sexual energy and manifestation goes hand in hand. And everybody talks about manifestation right. nowadays, right? Like everybody wants to manifest something, well, but right. in order to manifest something, you need uh, a very clear intention and elevated emotion. It's the electromagnetism that goes in and around your body. That's how you bring things into being. That's quantum physics. That's science. And the best way to have a really clear intention and elevated emotion is sex and sexual energy. Also, well, this is going to be my last one, but also to manifest something, you have to um, have a, you have to feel safe. Your nervous system has to feel safe enough to bring it into being. And the easiest way, whether you're in a safe environment or not, to signal to your nervous system that you are safe is to uh, do the activities that are involved in procreation. Because your, physio your physiology will not allow you to procreate in an environment that is just totally unsafe for you. So if you go and things like twerking, if you put your butt higher than your head and shake it, it is a clue to your whole nervous system that you are safe enough to create in the world. And it's like one of the fastest ways. What to would you say to someone who pushed back on you and said, well, I was raped and was impregnant, you know, and got pregnant or I am a, like, I'm a, I'm a victim of rape, sexual abuse as a child, all that. And I don't think, I've never considered like that there were points of that that were pleasurable. I've only ever considered this was a violation and deeply, deeply painful and traumatic. So what would you say to someone who would push back and say, that's a crock of shit, this is crazy, yada, yada, yada? I would say that's okay if that's the view they want to have of it. The view that was most empowering for me was that my sexuality is mine mm. and I get to take it and define it going forward. And I mean, I think there are really horrible things that happen to all of us in life. And this is a big like debate in the world of energy and manifesting. Like, do you pull everything that happens to you to you? You know, I am not necessarily gonna get into like the law of attraction and you vi like vibrates likes of it. But once something does happen to you, what's most empowering? that you are just a victim of the things that just happened to you and you can't do anything about it, or that everything that comes to you happens for you and you can take that and use it as a springboard for the rest of your life. Like, I feel like that is what's yes. most important. Yeah. But I am willing to sit with someone in their very human emotions and say that is, it is fucked up that that happened to you. Some real fucked up shit has happened to me. And I'm going to buy you dinner and love you through it and hold you while you cry. Like, I don't have to sit. I'm not so ego right. spiritual that I have to sit and bring meaning to every horrible thing that happens to somebody. Like, that's somebody, if somebody's doing that to somebody, they're doing it for their mm -hmm. own comfort, not for the comfort of the person who's telling them their story. So no, that makes, wow. That was, that is a really, really interesting perspective that I have never even considered and so thank you for sharing that. I think, um, Ashley, I want to know, when, since we're talking about safety and both of you, in terms of your body, right? And in terms of exploring, I'm someone who I've, I've, 
I've never had an orgasm from penetration. I like to be like, yo, I, I just don't think, I just don't think it works. But I also have not had a partner that's been willing to like use a vibrator with me and things like that. So like, I haven't had like any, with anyone an orgasm that's like with my vibrator. And if I've had an orgasm, it's been like, okay, kinda. And I can count on one hand how many times that has happened. So I've also realized that part of that has to do with feeling safe as well and feeling loved and being able, what you said, um, Crystal really resonated of like being able to have that energy aligned in me and feel safe to like release it and share it, right? And to like, just have it all make sense and work, right? How do you achieve that? Because there's people who are fucking and they ain't really safe, but they still having these orgasms. So I'm like, how are we, how, maybe maybe it's a, a different kind of safety. Maybe it's like, you know what? This environment is enough for me. Maybe they're not looking for the emotional security and safety. I don't know, but for you ladies, how, have, how do you create that for yourselves? How do you encourage other people to create that? How do I create safety um, or like a, a space where you're able to, to orgasm, where you're able to have pleasure, where you're able to explore? So for me, the, the two things are not necessarily okay. synonymous for, for it to happen. Like I can orgasm just because I know, I can tell you what to do because I know what how to turn my body on. Like I know what you need to do. I can I can feel feel absolutely nothing for you. Like, I cannot like you. It, it just I, you know, I know if you touch this spot enough times, it's gonna happen, right? I just know how my body works. Um so so some I guess I'm guessing some women because they know their they know their body so it's not like an emotional connection for sex, that's how it works. Like the older I have, the older I have gotten though, I will say this. Um, I do need a like an emotional connection for sex for it kind of to work. Um, you know, before it was like, whatever, I ain't got like you did. <laughs> like it can just work. <laughs> like as I've gotten older, I've gotten like, you know, it kind of just, just doesn't work the same. Um, I do need some type of like, I gotta kind of like like you or something. It a gotta be something. something there. A little something there. Little something, something. You know, I gotta love you, but I gotta have a little something. Um, um, so that has changed over the years. Um, before it didn't, it, it really didn't matter. Um, so I guess like if you're like one of those people, like there's there some people like uh, I, I talked to this woman, she was saying like for her, her for sex and orgasms, she can only have sex with people that she has an emotional connection to. She cannot have sex with people that she don't have an emotional connection to. It just does not work. Like, and that's how some people are wired. So you have to know how you're wired. Honestly, I really think, honest to goodness, I think women are originally wired to have sex with emotion anyway. That's how. That's what I originally think. I think over time and through like experiences we kind of just kind of get away from that and we kind of like build up these kind of like defense mechanisms or we kind of like have these things where we, we're kind of like um, 
able to detach ourselves, but we're kind of, I think we're wired to connect sex and emotion. That's how we're wired anyway. Um, so when we're doing, when, like when, it, when, we're, when we're able to detach sex from emotion, it's kind of like, that's, you're, doing, you're going against nature of a woman typically, because we're, that's not kind of how we're wired technically. But we're, we're able to do it because I can do it. But I, but I also know I'm able to do that because um, it's like a defense mechanism for me. Because you know I've 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 had to do it to not get my feelings hurt um, from pre- previous experiences when I was like younger. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's so for you. Is that empowering then the defense mechanism or is it a, a bit of a, you said like you're going against, I'm asking, I'm not judging. I'm, it's like, is it empowering then? Um, it has kind of, yes okay. and no. Um, it has been like, you know, when I was younger, it served a purpose. Like, you know, when I just want to, when I, when I was just wanting dick and didn't really want emotions it, it, it served a purpose you know I was able to c- come in and, and go and go about my business and not you know not worry about you calling me the next okay. day <laughs> I was able to come okay. and go yeah I was able to literally come and go and not and not be you know in my feelings oh my god he didn't call me like I, it's, it's it served a purpose now was it from a, a, a healthy, a healthy place? Probably not. Yeah, I think, um, I think to Ashley's point, it is a very individual thing, right? And you have to get right with yourself about why you are doing a thing. So I think if you are genuinely um, having sex and it's just for fun, then uh, the, the physiology will, will follow it, right? Your body you won't be holding disappointment in your body or you won't be holding inauthenticity in your body. And so your body will, will work mm. the way that you want it to work because it, it's going to follow your genuine intention. But I think that if you are having sex for a connection that you don't actually have, your body is going to follow what your original intention is, not the stuff you're faking, mm. but what really happening inside of you right and so that's when we have to put up kind of our defense mechanisms and and I mean we we all do it you get in these situations where it's like you know we'll or all have done it I'll say you know you get in situations but that's when you have to put up your defense mechanisms and say okay let me divorce myself from this part of my authentic emotion my authentic energy so that I can get through this physical task at that point and so I think it's all about coming back around to kind of what your original intention is, right? Like, am I fucking you for fun? This is a this is a romp, and I'm not lying right. to myself about that. So I can have fun, and I can get wet, and we can be playful, and we can giggle, and we can all of those things. But if if like now I've caught feelings, and I don't want to just fuck you for a romp anymore, everything's going to change and because think, my, my genuine intention changed. And I think that also comes from too like what you were taught about sex so right. like for me like I was taught that 
you only have sex with people like one you have sex when you're about to get married right when you love someone sex for marriage blah blah right so you, I, you don't you just don't have fly by night casual sex it's, it's nothing that you do mm-hmm. anyway so I wasn't I wasn't really taught that you can have you can have sex for fun that was nothing I was taught anyway so having sex for fun that was, was liberating that, you know, yeah, I want to. I ain't know nothing about that. So I went into it, you know, having sex with attachments because that's what I was taught you were supposed to do. So I had to relearn that because no one taught me about sex for fun. Like, what is this? Sex for fun? What the hell is that? Then you get taught that because you have sex, you have this energetic attachment to this yeah, person. Tethered, right? Now you're tied and all of that so you right. don't believe that i no. love no. no 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 your your contracts and your agreements in in the energy are not made by any physical act they're made by your intention so can you have sex with someone and have an energetic agreement with them absolutely but that's because you sat there in your brain intending to have oh that's me okay that's why I'm tethered. Say less. That's oh, why I'm like, but I do feel can, tethered. And then I'm like, oh, what you just said makes sense. I'm tethered. That's easy. You can sever that agreement yeah. and make a new agreement and untether yourself. I, re- I remember, true story. I remember this is when I was, you know, trying to figure out my life and, and all this stuff. And I still was kind of believing the shit that, you know, I grew up believing. And I remember this dude, I, I remember it. I, I couldn't shake it, right? And I, and I believed, like, I really believed that it was a soul tie. Mm. I really believed that. I can't shake it. We got, I got a soul tie. Like, I really believe that foolishness. And, you know, and I realized, like, no, dummy, you just, you know, you here because you want to be here. Ain't not a soul tie. Like, and then when, whenever I stopped believing it and I just moved on, I just moved on. Like, it was no, it was, I just, one day, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I, I just realized, like, I don't do this no more. And I just stopped doing it. I because I, I was doing it to myself. It was you were it was creating no, like an alter reality. I was creating it in my head. There was nothing that was linking us together <laughs> um, other than me wanting to be there. And you know, I mean, I I I did have feelings for him. I did have, you know, emotional connection because I, I did love him. But other than that, you know, that's that's just what it was. And then I had to realize that one, I deserve better. So that's that. And then once I realized that I deserve better and I, I, I got some self-esteem, mm, mm. <laughs> um I <laughs> I moved on and it was nothing, it was nothing else tethering me to that. Because mm-hmm. it's really hard to own it's easier to own the story. Oh my goodness. I made this one time error. And now I have a lifelong energetic connection to this person in the form of a soul tie. Then I am consistently making choices that are not in my best interest. Wow. And I need to stop. That's a word. It's just, it's harder and it's harder for our nervous system to take on that this, I am not a victim of anything, but my own choices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm choosing low self-esteem. Mm. Right. It's like a betrayal of yourself. You're choosing, yeah. That we that's how we usually refer to it. It's interesting. Um, I'm curious to know for our listeners who some listeners I'm sure are like, I don't agree, right? That's every podcast, that's every episode. But then there's some listeners who are like, they they sent they talking, they talking to me, they see me. 
<laughs> for for someone who maybe doesn't know how to talk to their partner about what they're desiring, what they're interested in, what they want to explore. Maybe they really feel the shame. What advice do you give them in terms of creating that kind of openness, right? And that kind of communication, or maybe they don't have a partner. Maybe it's partners. Maybe it's a sex club. Maybe it's these things like what are the safeguards that they can have to ensure that they, you know, are, are actually safe, right? But are still, that they're not betraying themselves, that they're living the lives that they want sexually. Hypotheticals and like pop culture is a good way to introduce things to your partner. So well, she way, passive you know, aggressive over. You'd be like, did you see that this person had did? <laughs> That's a good way for people who are not like don't want their feelings hurt and like don't want to like be not real 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 confident in whatever they're doing. Using pop culture, using hypotheticals is a good way to get to to gauge what their view Mm -hmm. is, right? So you can you can be like, did you see that movie Sex Life on Netflix? They were doing you see that scene, blah 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 blah, or show them a picture of the scene or whatever, and then you can see what the response is. And if it's a response that you like. You can be like, no, I, I think I'm interested in something like that. And then you can go from there. So using pop culture and hypotheticals mm. is a really good way to eat into it. Um, or then you do like stuff like um, they have like a lot of sex games yeah. too, where that, that create conversations. That's a good way too. That's like low, you know, low threatening um, ways to start conversations. Okay. There's a book called The Guide to Getting It mm. On. Um, it's a, it's like encyclopedia thick and I'm not sure what edition they're on now, but, um, pretty early I got a copy of the guide to getting it on. I love it. And it's, it, there's anecdotal in there. There's lots of, there's a chapter on everything, how different things, anatomy, all sorts of stuff is in this book. And, um, you know, it is not unheard of for me to be like, let's just turn to a page in the guide to getting it on and seeing if it's something that we'd like to try or not. That's a great idea. So, then it's neutral. You know, the universe decided which page we landed on. I didn't <laughs> bend the book several times before they got there. This is no, God. God said we should do this. Um how have or has this ever happened where someone or like what advice do you give to someone who wants to explore sexually and their partner is on some hell no shit do they leave do they stay what is it well you know um i can I think it's a lot in their actually sex, sex advice column. My advice is always like I always tell people that you marry, like you know, I always like leave niggas. That's all. That's that's <laughs> break that <laughs> with him. <laughs> I always leave. Listen, like like how like I like you really love him. Like how best are you relationship? Um, because ultimately, this is why I say this, and our people be like you always say leave. Why like, do you why I say this? Okay, because ultimately, um. Sex matters. It matters more than people say out loud that it matters. It matters, especially if you are 
especially sex, if, if sex is high on your list, it matters. So if that person is not doing what you want them to do sexually now, they're not going to do what you want them to do sexually later either. Like if, if they're not even willing to try. Now, some people are willing to try and they will, you know, try things. But if you're, if you're, if you're writing me or asking me, that means probably they ain't willing to try. Right, <laughs> you don't you don't bypass the the why we because they you already had a conversation most times, so if they're not willing to try or y'all tried and it's not working out, it's 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 probably not going to get any better. Not really to the point you're going to mm-hmm. be satisfied. Lead them and go find somebody who you can be satisfied with if you're going to be monogamous. Now, if you're not monogamous, then it doesn't really matter. If y'all open poly or y'all non-monogamy, it doesn't really matter. But if you're going to be monogamous, it matters because you're going to be married to somebody who you're going to be with forever. Forever is a mighty long time. They have to be having. Yeah, I I always say if if only one percent of people in the world are into what you're into, that's still seventy five million. For real. Yes, that is some roundaway arithmetic. Wait a minute. If only 1% of the population finds you attractive, that's 75 million. How many people is in the world now? (laughs) That is real. That is real math. So, you know, you're trying to bend the energy to make it work in this timeline with this one. And if something's just not working, it's just not going to work. It's going to breed resentment. Um, You're going to feel rejected, even in the sexual act. Um, Toward the end of, uh, toward the ending, I guess, of my marriage, I thought I had a semen allergy because my body was literally rejecting this man in every way. She waited until the end to bring that up. I'd have been, (laughs) girl, You know, your body will tell you, you, you can't deny yourself. You cannot deny your authenticity. You'll get depressed. You'll get anxious. You'll get chronic yeast infections. You know, all of the stuff will happen that will push you out of that situation that's not satisfying you. So Ashley's right. Leave that nigga. If after, now listen, I do tell people, now after you tried, now I do tell people try. Try after you have exhausted all options. Now, yeah. after you tried A, B, and C, and and after and that stuff, and it don't work, and you're not happy, leave. It's not gonna get no better. Leave. This shit ain't gonna get no better. This is a um. Who said that? Some yeah. comedian. All right, last question, ladies. <clears throat> if you could give your younger self any piece of advice that has to do with your body, with sex, with partners in sex, with your sexual energy, with your feminine energy, your masculine energy, all the energies, what would that be? Um, I was probably told my younger self to hold longer. Cause like I was trying to like settle down in my twenties. Like that was dumb. Like. <laughs> Hold longer. Hold longer. I should. Mine would be tell the truth in every situation, no matter what, no matter who they are, no matter what you 
create in your mind? Because we're really creative beings, right? And we can take reality and add our intention to it and make it something that it is not and will never be. So look at reality and just tell the truth. That's amazing. That's a good one. All right. Well, I know I said that was my last question, but it's not. We have a tradition here where we have some rapid fire questions for our guests. So whatever. So I don't know how we're going to do this because it's two of y'all now, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to just say the, the question and then Ashley, you answer and then Crystal, you answer. But it's got to be, you okay. cannot explain your answer. You can't, you just got to okay. rapid fire. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Malcolm or Martin? Malcolm. Generational Malcolm. wealth or familial happiness? Generational wealth. Well. J or Nas? Nas. Mac Nas. or Sephora? <laughs> Mac. Sephora. Palestine or Israel? That's literally on <laughs> here. Palestine. I don't know. I'm speaking one. I'm going to say Palestine. In the light or in the dark? <laughs> Mike. Prince or Michael? Michael. Prince. Sweet savory. Sweet. Savory. Marriage or long-term commitment? Long-term commitment. Commitment. In the light, I love it. In the light <laughs> or in the dark? I said that. Dark. My bad. Can. I can't read. Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Whole Foods. I can't stand Trader Joe's. Trader mm. Joe's. Voodoo or brown yeah. sugar? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of the album list. Voodoo. No, brown sugar is a good album. Brown sugar. Brown sugar. Family or career? Oh, damn. Career. A seat Family. at the table or lemonade? Lemonade. Lemonade. <laughs> Nikki or Cardi? Cardi. Missionary or doggy? (laughs) Missionary. Protection or pull out in prayer? (laughs) What? (laughs) Protection or pull out in prayer? Pull out in prayer. (laughs) Mostly mostly everybody says pull out in prayer, which I'm like, oh, yeah. It's more fun. Is it it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Uchi Wally Wally. Wow. Uchi, Wally. Love Jones or Jason's lyric? Love Sir Jones. or Rumi? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Sir or Rumi? Blue. <laughs> That's What's your that? answer. Her answer was blue. Okay. She caught it. All right. Um, make, <laughs> make your partner a plate oh. or have them get their own. Damn. Oh, make the plate. Nuck if you buck or Annie up? Nuck if you buck. We nuck inside job or 9-11, inside job or terrorist attack? Inside job. I don't, I don't know what you are. 9-11? The, the, like, do you know what happened on 9-11 in the U.S.? This bitch don't watch no news. I live. I'm here for it. You see, this is a movie. Oh, 9 11, inside job or 
That is amazing. That moment is the best. Yo, that was amazing. All right. Just a couple more. Erica or Jill? Jill. Living. Oh, no. I don't like that one. Eve or Trina? Eve. Oh, Trina. Flats or drums? Chicken wings. Drums. Flats. <laughs> Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Homecoming Netflix. or Blackest King? Homecoming. I'll go with Blackest King. The fun King. in your 20s or the wisdom of your 30s? 30s. 30s. <laughs> um, buy stocks or buy flights? Like basic. Prove your point or pray for peace. Peace. And finally, love and light or money and dicks. Oh, money and dicks. She ended on a good note. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) So much. Y'all have almost nothing in common, and I live. Almost nothing. I like, hear this out all the time. It's wonderful, though. She's like, please make sure you tell people where they can find you. They need to follow. I want you to plug, plug, plug away. So, um, so you can follow me on Sex with Ashley on all social media, and then you can follow our podcast Ho and Tail on Ho and Tail Official on Instagram. Yes, and we have a Ho and Tell podcast discussion group on Facebook, and they can find me at Crystal the Oracle on Instagram and crystaltheoracle.com. Ladies, once again, it has been such a pleasure. I appreciate you. I appreciate your openness. I appreciate you opening me up and getting me together. Because something I was like, oh, I've been lying to myself. That's why I'm not having orgasms. So I got to I gotta reel that in. And yeah, I hope that... Um, Everybody hops over to Ho and Tell Pod, takes a gander, takes a listen. I hope folks call in and also share their stories, share their wildest impulses, and live their motherfucking life. You said a word, and what was it? We going to end on that. Where was it? Because I wrote it down, child. I said, oh, my gosh. She said, you cannot deny your authenticity. And with that, we are out. Bye. You have just heard an Around Away Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around Away Curls. We out early. Very good. No vacation. Stay up off my Instagram, your temptation. Hit a switch on a fake nigga like a station. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch 
and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato onion jam and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.